Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I'd jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to row.co slash snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. enjoy reading them. This episode is brought to you by The Sun's Broad Golden Disc. Tonight, we'll read another excerpt from The Wind in the Willows by Kenneth Graham, published in 1908. This story centers around four small animals, mole, rat, toad, and badger. Their stories take place in the countryside, of Edwardian, England. If you'd like to start with the first episode, it aired on March 22nd, 2021. To follow along easily in order, go to snoozecast.com slash series. In the last episode, a crowd of chili-filled mice sing a Christmas carol at the mole's front door, and mole and rat invite them in for some mulled ale and a spontaneous feast. When we start up now, it is summer. Let's get cozy. Close your eyes. Relax your body into the softness of your bed. Now, take a few deep breaths. The willow wren was twittering 
his thin little song, hidden himself in the dark selvage of the riverbank. Though it was past ten o'clock at night, the sky still clung to and retained some lingering skirts of light from the departed day, and the sullen heats of the torrid afternoon broke up and rolled away at the dispersing touch of the cool fingers of the short midsummer night. Mole lay stretched on the bank, still panting from the stress of the fierce day that had been cloudless from dawn to late sunset, and waited for his friend to return. He had been on the river with some companions, leaving the water rat free to keep an engagement of long standing with Otter, and he had come back to find the house dark and deserted, and no sign of rat, who was doubtless keeping it up late with his old comrade. It was still too hot to think of staying indoors, so he lay on some cool dock leaves and thought over the past day and its doings and how very good they all had been. The rat's light footfall was presently heard approaching over the parched grass. Oh, the blessed coolness, he said, and sat down, gazing thoughtfully into the river, silent and preoccupied. You stayed to supper, of course, said the mole presently. Simply had to said the rat. They wouldn't hear of my going before. You know how kind they always are. And they made things as jolly for me as ever they could, right up to the moment I left. But I felt a brute all the time. As it was clear to me, they were very unhappy, though they tried to hide it. Mole, I'm afraid they're in trouble. Little Portly is missing again and you know what a lot his father thinks of him, though he never says much about it. What, that child? said the mole, lightly. Well, suppose he is. Why worry about it? He's always straying off and getting lost, and turning up again, he's so adventurous. But no harm ever happens to him. Everybody hereabouts knows him and likes him, just as they do old otter, and you may be sure some animal or other will come across him and bring him back again all right. Why, we found him ourselves, miles from home, and quite self-possessed and cheerful. Yes, but this time it's more serious, said the rat gravely. He's been missing for some days now and the otters have hunted everywhere, high and low, without finding the slightest trace.